0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kick It with Kira. I'm your host, Kira Russell. So I actually had something else recorded for this episode talking about the science of forming habits, but I decided to push that to the next episode, and today I instead wanted to talk a little more anecdotally than usual, uh, talking about some of my experiences with the reality of pursuing my goals. And so I think in last week's episode, I talked a lot about how to set... Uh, attainable goals, and even in the first episode, we heard a lot of the goals that Matt has, but I thought one of the things that were really valuable, uh, especially about that first episode with Matt, was that he shared a lot of the obstacles that he's had to overcome to get to where he is now, and I am hoping that in sharing uh, some transparency on the failures that I've had to uh, push through to get to where I am now, that that might be helpful to all of you listening to see that um, there's definitely struggle in success and getting to where you wanna be isn't necessarily a coincidence of easy circumstances and some aspiration. It's honestly more of perseverance through the inevitable struggle of trying to reach those goals. And I think one of the things that I might've mentioned in the second episode was saying that anything worth doing is going to be challenging um, or something along those lines. But it just goes to show that there are going to be times where you feel overwhelmed and there's going to be times where you doubt your own abilities or maybe your goals that you have set for yourself. But that's all very normal. And I hope that in sharing uh, some, some humanness of the things that I've failed in, that that will give you um, some motivation from kind of a different perspective in that even when you feel like you're failing or that you're not making progress, or maybe even moving in reverse, <laughs> that those goals are still there, and it's more about finding the way to continue to have the determination to reach those goals um, more than anything else. And so, I wanted to start just about um, when I was in high school, and then I want to bring you guys up to to present um, and just give you an idea of some of the overview of of things that I have struggled with and how I motivated to to keep going, both in my professional aspirations and also in my fitness goals. So um, I just want to talk briefly today and hopefully it'll be helpful for you guys. So we'll get into it. Um, So just a little background about me. I have played soccer my whole life. Um, That was one of the things in our house growing up, it was always a rule that all of us had to play a sport, so soccer was my sport. And I played that up into high school, I'd played travel and I played school soccer. And I got to my junior year of high school, and due to a number of factors, um, one being that I didn't really see eye to eye with the coach, and there were a lot of uh, life circumstances that I had going on that made it really difficult for me to to see the value in continuing to play for my high school team, I decided not to play my junior year. And so I continued um, playing travel soccer, but I didn't play for the school, and then I came back senior year, and it was a sport, like I said, that i had always played, i had always loved, and um, I was not a natural star at it, but I was, I was decent, I was a decent athlete, and I wasn't starting my senior year, and that was really devastating to me, and I was really upset about it, really, the entire season. Um, it made it difficult for me to love the sport that I had grown up loving my whole life, and um, that was kind of the first real experience I had with feeling like I didn't have control over the situation at hand as far as my own goals went. Obviously, there were other things in my life that had been out of my control. Um, but at that time, all I wanted to do was start for that soccer team. And um, it just felt like no matter what I was doing, I couldn't, couldn't figure out how to get to that point. Um, and so I finished out. My, my senior year's uh, season and went on to finish high school obviously um, and knew I was going to Pitt. I had never really had any real intention of playing in college. So I just got through that season and I got to pit and um, for my undergrad and I was playing intramural soccer. And so I kind of started to see Uh, The joy that I had found in that sport for so long, which was really nice to be able to get back to something that I loved just for the sake of loving it and not feeling this constant pressure and disappointment um, with not being able to reach the goal that I had. And so with that, I also started lifting and going to the gym. And uh, this was something that I didn't really realize until uh, after the fact. But Especially in my first year of college, I didn't really have any real goals as far as my fitness went, other than the fear of avoiding uh, the infamous freshman 15. And I had always been a, a pretty skinny kid. I was as tall as I am now, and I was about 115 pounds when I got to college. So looking back on those pictures, I was, I was actually quite tiny, very um, lanky. And looking back, I had some very severe body dysmorphia. Um, I remember waking up in college and in my dorm room, I'd eat a Nature Valley granola bar for breakfast. And then at the dining hall, the majority of the time I would only eat at the salad bar and maybe some grilled chicken. Um, I would feel guilty eating desserts or even bread sometimes limiting the amount of sandwiches I could eat in a week. And uh, it was just a really difficult time um, to try and really reach a goal, I guess, which was just like staying in shape, that really vague term of staying in shape with no um, real route to do it. And I mean, growing up, I had had the metabolism of a 16-year-old boy. I would eat entire pizzas myself and then it was really getting to college that I realized that I was so scared um, from not playing soccer all the time that that would actually come back to get me. And so, I had a difficult relationship with, like, really fueling my body during that time, and I also didn't really have a very standardized um, gym routine, I guess I would say, so I was lifting with no real idea of what I was doing. I was just kind of going based off of the lifts that we would do in high school for soccer and some of the things I'd picked up going to the YMCA, Um, but even that, when I'd gone to the Y in, in high school, most of that was doing cardio, which, as you may have heard me mention in last week's episode is not something that I'm entirely fond of, Um, but so I I got through college kind of keeping that routine, got better at lifting, um, and started going to the gym with people who were much more knowledgeable about it than me, so I started to really enjoy that, Um, and then I was nearing the end of my time in college, and I ended up graduating, and my gym membership was done. I was able to stretch that out for a few months after graduation, and then the, uh, the fateful day of my... PIT ID no longer working um, for the bus routes or at the gym finally came and I realized that I needed a new way to work out and I didn't really see myself enjoying another Y membership. I think partly from the trauma of forcing myself to do cardio um, and just running and doing things that I didn't really enjoy. So I had, like I said, I had stayed in shape, but I never really saw a lot of changes in, in my strength. Um, both in my time in high school and then also in college. And like I said, kind of in hindsight, I now realize that a lot of that was due to not really maintaining a diet that was conducive to actually getting stronger. Um, And so that was around the time when I graduated in 2019 that I started boxing at Level Red Boxing. Um, and so I found that I really enjoyed the challenge of a new sport and on top of that, I felt like I was really pushing myself in a way that I hadn't in a really long time um, for my fitness and so like when I was playing soccer my whole life, the amount of running and strength and just conditioning needed to keep up in that sport, I'd never really realized how, how challenging that was for my body in, in a very positive way. But then um, throughout college, not really having something like that uh, I found boxing and I realized that it was something that was really really hard and I was really bad at it so I saw that as a way to set some goals and to push myself to be fit enough to be good at the sport and also to learn the, the technique and the skills of it was something that I was really enjoying and I definitely loved the environment and met a lot of people there that made me wanna be better uh, at boxing and, and just be stronger and uh, have a, a higher fitness level. And so then that was actually a really tough year for me and I won't get into a lot of the details of it but I went through a, a tough breakup and my grandfather ended up passing away. Um, I was trying to apply to medical school. I had already decided that I wanted to take a gap year, so I was going to apply in my gap year after graduation and hopefully start the following fall. Um, but due to, due to those some things that I mentioned, I ended up rescinding all but two of my applications without telling my parents. And so then <laughs> at Thanksgiving, I had to tell them that I decided I actually wasn't going to medical school um, and that I didn't know if I was ever going to go to medical school. Um, and a lot of that was, like I said, a lot of those personal, personal struggles I was having, um, and just not really feeling a lot of direction. Um, and that was really tough. So I, like I said, after seeing my grandfather pass away, I lost a lot of my faith in medicine. I didn't know if I wanted to pursue a career that I wasn't sure I had any real belief in, not that it doesn't have any impact, but just if there was something Um, The one time that I needed it really, you know, it it didn't pull through for me, and so that was a huge point of contention Um, Really just like as a personal struggle Something I was battling with of what I was gonna do with my life because I thought from the time I was really probably 16 thought that I wanted to go to medical school and I wanted to be a doctor and Now I had graduated with a biology degree working in a research lab, and I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life so I turned down an interview offer from one of the ones that I didn't pull back. And like I said, I felt like I just needed to reevaluate what I was doing with my life and what I really wanted to do and where I wanted to go. Um, And so I was still boxing and I was working. I thought that I might move to Europe. I took a online course to teach English as a foreign language. I was gonna move to Spain and kind of just reset. And then I thought maybe I'll apply again next cycle and we'll see what happens. Um, and then, of course, the classic COVID derailing all of my plans happened like it did to everyone else. And I ended up staying uh, in Pittsburgh still. And I was working a lot at the boxing gym at that point. Um, and so I decided to apply to school again. And I was really training at that point with the intention of competing. So I was taking kind of that sport to the next level. That was what I had my sights set on. And I feel like looking back now that was definitely a a really positive decision that i made that it gave me something to work towards and kept me really invested in something that was i think overall very good for my health um, when a lot of other things in my life were really uncertain and so i started school um, in the fall of 2021 and i was working two jobs at that point i was working at the gym still and i started working in a restaurant And, um, it was the first time that I'd been in school for over two and a half years at that, or about two and a half years at that point, um, having graduated in 2019 and then matriculating in 2021. And it was a huge challenge, um, which was something I had anticipated in some capacity, but did not realize, uh, the actual potential for challenge that that held, um, I have been very fortunate that school has always been something that I've really enjoyed and that I've always been relatively good at. And uh, I came back into school after two-plus years, and I was surrounded by all these people who were the smartest people I've ever been around, uh, the most accomplished, the most experienced, in so many diverse experiences. Um, and I really started to doubt whether I was meant to do medical school. Again, this, this wave of doubt came around where I wasn't sure that this is where I was supposed to be and that if I was even able to do it, if if it was what I wanted to do. And so this is the classic imposter syndrome. I think a lot of people talk about this in, in a lot of different fields, um, but in medical school, it's something that's very highly talked about throughout medical careers, I think. But um, and on top of that, like a lot of my friends had moved away or were planning to move away. So I was trying to build new relationships, trying to fit in with this crowd of people where I didn't feel like I was one of the smartest people around anymore. I didn't feel like I was the most accomplished. I felt like I was at the bottom of this pack and it was really intimidating. Um, on top of that, balancing um, jobs and, and trying to figure my life out. so. I ended up getting through that and uh, a lot of that was due to like having a really solid support network of people that were still here or some of the new people that I met and uh, trying to view it as feeling inspired by how accomplished these people were as opposed to feeling intimidated. And so I ended up finishing out my first year um, and I pers- continued working at the boxing gym. And uh, then the end of first year came along and I went to army training out in Oklahoma and Texas. And so um, I was I was really fortunate also that I was selected for an army scholarship to go to medical school. So they help fund my medical education and then I'll do my training um, and some time owed back through the army. And so uh, this again though, I go out to a place I've never been before, uh, away from my friends and family who are enjoying their summer. Um, for it, it was six weeks, so I knew I was going to be there for six weeks, and again, this bout of doubt and intimidation comes along because, again, it's all people in uh, medical professional schools and from all over the country having an entire repertoire of experiences, a lot of them with uh, a family history of being in the army or you know, some prior experience in the army. And like I said, being really smart, going to all these great schools, and I was really doubtful that I could even do that. I was like, maybe I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Maybe I've gotten put into these positions out of sheer luck and someone keeps overlooking these applications that I'm putting in because I have no idea how I'm here with these other people right now. Um, And so again, this kind of subsided over the course of being there and meeting some really great people who I think will be... uh, my friends for probably the rest of my life, um, which was really awesome, and kind of getting getting used to being away from home and being away from my family and just kind of keeping in touch with the people who keep me grounded in my normal life. And so I finished that out, and it was definitely one of the more challenging things that I've done uh, as far as, as mental fortitude goes, but it was a really formative experience and made me really excited for where my career is heading in medicine. So I finished uh, that out and I came back to Pittsburgh and I had a few weeks um, before starting my second year of school. And so here we were again getting back into school after a long break, granted not two plus years, but uh, a number of months have passed and I felt that same sensation coming back, trying to get back into the swing of things, feeling like I couldn't make any mistakes and that the stakes are so high, um, especially with the army scholarship Uh, funding my my education, it just felt like I couldn't mess up, I couldn't fail a class, I couldn't fall behind because this scholarship is only for four years and I have to do everything in the time that it has to be done. Um, And also as someone who's never really failed in school before, it was really intimidating. Um, A few more of my friends moved away and things were, again, something that I had to acclimate to. Um and so started getting back into that and uh again making some new some new relationships. My little sister who's one of my closest friends ended up moving to the city and uh that was that was really helpful having someone that I'm that close to, being as close by as she is, um, and just really being like that support person for me on top of some of the other people that I'm really close with, despite losing some of the people who have been really close to in the past. Um and so Started to feel more comfortable again. I started this podcast. I'm still taking care of my little wiener dog scooter, still boxing at the gym, still working there, um, trying to balance doing research and volunteering and all the different things that anyone who's in medical school or pursuing uh, a competitive career field knows that you have to do to try and uh, balance to develop the skills that you need in your career while making connections and building a resume, uh, all the while still making time for friends and family and the things that actually keep you sane and make it feel all worth it. So that pretty much brings us up to present. Um, And I don't know if that's necessarily a story that inspires confidence in reaching success because I think that, at least for me, it's something that I've really come to appreciate as a journey. It's definitely not just a point in time that you reach and then suddenly everything uh, stays stable and and you're at where you want to be. I think that one of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout all of this is that there are going to be a lot of ups and downs. And it's okay to feel like you're down sometimes. Um, I know that I certainly still get overwhelmed. I still feel defeated sometimes. I still have that self-doubt. But... I'm telling you this because one, I'm so grateful for the people in my life who support me regardless of all those feelings and the people who have reached out to say how inspired they feel and to continue to encourage me um, even when I might not be the best at reaching out or I let the stress of, of all my responsibilities get to me. Um, so I think that even the people who you think are crushing it and always on top of their shit, always getting things done, there's struggle behind that success. So I said that earlier, but I really do mean it. And I hope that's one of the biggest takeaways you have from uh, this, this long explanation of all the things I've done in the past 10 years. But it's easy to get overwhelmed and feel like you could never do some of the things that you're seeing other people do and to feel intimidated and wonder how it is that they get up and do all these things when you feel like you can't even wake up and unload the dishwasher. That's, I understand that. And, um, you're definitely not alone in that feeling. So something that I talked about in the last episode that I hope is helpful, the breaking things down and making them achievable, just really looking at those goals as small increments and those mini milestones, like gaining that sense of accomplishment, even out of the smallest thing. And that's one of the things that I think uh, really helps me when I have a million things on my to-do list. I like writing them down. And even if one of them is fold my towels or change the sheets on my bed, I write that down and I cross it off and I feel like a little bit more capable of doing those big things like researching and recording a whole podcast episode or studying for an exam coming up this week um, or even like training and working out like when I feel like I can't even get up and go to the gym to do anything that I push myself you know get a few little things done okay I'm gaining some momentum now I can get out there and I can crush a 30-minute workout or I can crush an hour boxing class whatever it is Um, and so on top of that beyond like the mini goals that we that I talked about last week I think also surrounding yourself with people who inspire you to reach those goals so the people in my life who have stuck by me have honestly carried me through my worst days more than they even know or ever will know probably and uh, continue to challenge me to to push myself even when things get hard and it's definitely not infrequent that I feel like I'm struggling or that there's challenges to overcome and one of the things that I really appreciated um, that Matt said, I believe it was one in one of his last um, podcast episodes, is that you're the average of the people you surround yourself with, and I thought that that was so uh, so interesting and so smart and so true that if you surround yourself with people who challenge you to be more, um, and even more importantly, like the people who are there to support you as you struggle to get there, that's going to be one of the biggest factors in you reaching those goals. So it's, uh, easy to think sometimes that you're all alone and that you got to reach those goals on your own because they're personal goals, but the people who you surround yourself with to really push you and inspire you to get there, those are going to be, um, some of the biggest contributing factors to those successes. So Just a few final thoughts. Um, I know it can be easy to make excuses or find reasons why you can't do something, especially when they feel like they're just piling up. But the people who really go far in life, um, whether it be in fitness or your career, are the ones who find the reasons that they can do something. And so finding those reasons and then finding the people who will never let you lose sight of those reasons. So that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Um, That was a little bit more long-winded of an explanation of all the ups and downs (laughs) of the past decade. But um, I hope that that'll be valuable to you. And if you need to listen to this again, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, just to know that hopefully as someone that can provide some inspiration to you, even in the smallest way, Um, I'm definitely someone who can admit that I struggle and that I have failures. I will definitely admit to those failures, um, both personal and professional fitness oriented, whatever it may be, but getting to where I am now and where I hope to be, uh, in the future, those are all, uh, a product of overcoming those, those failures and staying determined and finding that, uh, motivation within yourself to really keep going, um, even if it's not constant, but getting back on that track where you feel like you're really driven and that those things still matter to you and never losing sight of them. So in the next episode, I'll be back to science talk, I promise. um, And I want to discuss the science of building habits like I had mentioned. So those are just going to be some of the ways that make reaching your goals easier by making them Uh, by making more foolproof plans with kind of built-in behavior so you're making less work for yourself by just making it a normal part of your routine Um, and hopefully that'll be something pretty simple but also very helpful for you guys to hear so as always please uh, follow the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes Uh, the next one will be out in two weeks so as always thank you for listening have a kick-ass week and I'll catch you next time on kick it with Kira